All right. So let's just, I guess we'll pick up quick from the Mishnah and, and uh, we'll just run quickly and we'll go a little weiter. Um, We'll do it outside. The Mishnah tells us the first day on this, uh, when the first day of Sukkot comes out to be on Shabbos, <coughs> people bring their, their lulav and esrog to shul the day before on Friday, and then they come back Shabbos morning, and you take your lulav and you do your mitzvah. Rabbi Yossi then says that if someone forgets, and the reason for this is because um, you have the mitzvah to take our Rabinim on Shabbos, and when it's the first day. <coughs> But they're still in Israel outside. You can't carry it outside. So, uh, so, no so therefore, they'll bring it the day before. Rabbi Yossi says, let's say a person forgot to bring it. Well, he sort of got carried away with the mitzvah, and he walked out of his house holding his lulav and esrog to go to shul. So Rabbi Yossi says he happened to be potter from a carbon chatas. Why? He did a, he, over the Israel hotzah. Because the top of our mitzvah, Rashi explains that the Lashon Rabbi Yossi is shotzio b'roshos. Rashi says, basically, means top of the He's trying to do a mitzvah. Good intentions, he got carried away, so uh, we'll give him a free pass. He doesn't have to bring a carbon chatas for that. The Gemara uh, uh, brings a brace that says, How do you know um, that they have to use their own lulav? They can't borrow someone else's lulav. So the Gemara brings a brace from the two that explains Darshan, the two words, Lakachtem, Lachem, Yomarishon, Lakachtem, and Lachem, Lakachtem, that each and every person has to take their, has to take. A lulav and esrog, you can't have like we have in Rosh Hashanah, where one person blows a shofar for the whole shul. Each person has to take lulav and esrog. That's from lekachtem, from the plural lashon lekachtem. You plural have to take it. Each person has to take. And how do you know it has to be yours? It has to belong to you. It can't be, cannot be borrowed from lekachtem lachem. Has to be lekachtem lachem. Take from you, and it's got to be your own lulav and esrog. It's got to be what belongs to you, not borrowed. Yomar brought this story of Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Shua, Rabbi Lothman, and Rabbi Akiva. They were traveling on a boat, and Rabbi Gamliel is the only one who had the Arba Minim that he happened to pay a thousand zuz for. Um, so what they do, they, he gave it to one as a gift, and they passed it to the next one as a gift, and the next one, and made its way around, and then it came back to Rabbi Gamliel at the end. And the Gemara learns from that that Matana Manasvahachsir is considered a Matana. It's a full-fledged Lachem. It's totally... Uh, belonging to the recipient, even though he has this tanai, this condition that he has to return it back to the original owner, but at the moment it is entirely considered his, uh, to the extent that he could be yote the mitzvah, and, and it fulfills the lachem requirement uh, for the mitzvah. Um, okay, let's just let's jump into the Gemara here, to a convenient place. That are probably uh, eight, the last eight narrow lines in the Gemara. The first one on the line is, is ha, uh, well, that's, that's in the line before that. The last word is key. The last one on the line is key about uh, the last ten narrow lines in the Gemara. The last word is key. Hadam Rava, like Rava says, Hey, lecha esrog zeh. The person says, Take this esrog. On condition that you return it to me. So not so he takes it. V'yotzebo, he's yotzeh the mitzvah with it. Hachzero, if he returns it to the original guy. So yotzeh, then he's yotzeh the mitzvah because he fulfilled the condition and therefore it was really his esrog. Below hachzero, if he does not return it to the original guy, lo yotzeh, he's not yotzeh because he did not fulfill the condition. Therefore, he would not be yotzeh the mitzvah because it, would never, it was never considered his lulav retroactively. Then the Gemara says, Why does the Bryce have to point out that Rabbi paid a thousand zuz for this? Lulav, to show how special the mitzvahs were to him, to them, that it, uh, the price went all the way up to a thousand zuz and he was willing to pay. Amalei Amar, 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 Amalei
Mar Bar Amemar says to Rav, said to Ravashi, Abba, my father, Amemar, Taluye Kamatslibe, he would daven while holding his lulav. On Sukkot, he would hold his lulav while he was davening. Mesve, we have a question, how could he do such a thing? How could he hold his lulav when he was davening? We have Raisa that says, Lo Yochev's Adam Tfilin Biyado. A person may not hold Tfilin in his hand. Vesefetor Bechekor, Vesefetor on his chest. Vesepalol and daven, he cannot hold on to those when he's davening. Velo Yashtin Mayim, he cannot uh, urinate when he's holding his tefillin or sefer Torah. Velo Yishin Bahem, he cannot sleep while holding tefillin or sefer Torah. Loshinas Kva, Veloshinas Arai, not a full sleep and not even a nap. Vomar Shmuel, Shmuel adds on top of this, Sakin, Ukaara, Kikar, Mos. Also, if you're holding a knife or a plate full of stuff or a Kikar, a loaf of bread or Mos, he's holding money. It has the same rule that you cannot daven while holding any of these things either. So the question is, how could Mar, how could Amemar, how could Amemar have said that his father Amemar used to hold his lulav while he was davening on Sukkot? The question is, how could he do that? This Braiso says, and Shmuel adds even more items, that you can't hold things when you're davening because it distracts you from davening. So how could he hold the lulav when he was davening? So the answer is, Hasam lav mitzvah Because over there, those things, to hold the tefillin when he's davening, or to hold uh, any of these, a, a knife or a plate, or any of these things when he's davening, is lav mitzvah It's not a mitzvah to hold on to these things. Therefore, v'tarid. Therefore, he's going to be distracted by holding them. He will not be able to concentrate on davening. That's why he cannot do it. But hach, over here, holding the lulav, mitzvah ninu, it's a mitzvah below tarid, therefore it does not distract him. Again, that's a rash explained to the ritva, actually, a slightly different explanation. Um, that the mitzvah helps him, and that's why, again, the bottom line is, but since it's our mitzvah, therefore it does not distract him from Shemana Esrei, from davening, and therefore um, he was allowed to hold his lulav during davening. That's, I think, where we stopped last week. Tanya, we have a b'raisa that says, Rabbi Elazar bar Tzadok, Omer, Rabbi Elazar bar Tzadok said, Kach hayon min Yerushalayim. This was the minog of the people of Yerushalayim. Adam Yotem Ibeso, this on, on Sukkot, this person would go out of his house, Belulova Biodo, his Lulav was in his hand. Holach Levesak Nasset, he would go to Shul, Lulava Biodo, his Lulav was in his hand. Kara Kriyashema, Umas Palal, he would say Kriyashema, and Davin, Belulava Biodo, with his Lulav in his hand, like Amemar used to do. But Amemar was not from Yushalayim, so that's why it was a little bit of a Chiddush, that's why Amar Amemar pointed out separately, because he wasn't one of these general people that did it. Kori uh, Torah, they would they would uh, uh, lane from the Torah. Venosias Kapov, they would when it was time for, when they Kori B'Torah when it was time to lane or Venosias Kapov, time for Duchening, Manichal Gabi Karka, he would put it down on the ground because um, when you lane from the Torah, you have to put you have to hold on to the Sefer Torah, and when you're Duchening, obviously the coin has to hold his hands up, so he can't hold his lulav during that time. So therefore, Manichal Gabi Karka, put it down on the ground. Holech Levaker Cholim. They would go to visit sick people, holding the lulav in their hand. When they would go to the base to learn, so then they would send their lulav with the, in, in, with, the hand, in, with their son or with their servant, with the messenger. They would send it home with their son or with the servant or with the messenger because when they were going to the Spanish to learn, they couldn't hold on to their lulav because then, as Rashi says, the last Rashi in the bottom of the Amud, Tarid bishmaita vipal miyad. When you get involved in learning, they wouldn't be able to hold on to the lulav. So therefore, when they went in to learn, they had to send their lulav home with their kid, with their evid, with someone else. Um, but otherwise, they would hold their lulav throughout the entire day. Everywhere they would go, they would hold their lulav. For laning and duchening, they would put it down. When they were going to learn, they'd have to send it home, but otherwise, all their other activities, they would walk around with their lulav in their hand. Why 
I, yeah, it's a good question. I, I don't know. I guess Cholamoy, but yeah, there's no Licham Avela really. But there's, yeah. There's no Licham yeah, I feel like I saw it also. I don't know. talking about that somebody it lost their car on It wasn't real. Not real Nicham It wasn't real but it was somebody who was in Oval. They just went to... Like, not yeah, official. Calm uh, down. Yeah. Yeah, calm down a There's not a veil. It wasn't real Nicham Avelin. We don't do Nicham when they come into the show. I don't know. No, no, no. There's no availus on Yantif, period. There's no shiva on Yantif. No, 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 it's not the same thing. Yantif ends Shabbos doesn't knock off the availus. Yantif, Mamish, knocks it off. There's no availus for Ferhesa on Shabbos. Yantif ends the availus. Yeah, it's over. Shabbos, it's just, you know, it's just no Ferhesa or whatever, yeah. But yeah, Yantif, it's done. Um, my father actually ended shiva for his father on Sukkot. My, my grandfather was Nisran Yom Kippur. Right. Yeah, a couple days, and then Sukkot came, that was the end of it. Oh, sure. Sure. Oh, okay. It could be that somebody's Nisran on like, the first day of it. My mother was Nisran on the first day of Yantif. So nothing gets knocked up. You don't start. Right. You don't everything start starts to act. I think that they say that might have right. been the case. Oh, because that whole thing. They're not officially sitting shiva. They're not officially availing yet. But they can still use Nukhama. Right. Two weeks of Yeah. Oh, that's what you had. Your mother, that's what you had. I mean, whatever. So the whole yomtiv, you pretend that it's like it's totally yomtiv. There's no love in it. whatever. And then you start. I think we're talking about actually to say Kaddish. Oh, really? The Shiva didn't start till a whole week later. Wow. Kaddish, you started regularly after the burial was called. Correctly, yeah. Burial was called. Um, okay, so what's my Kamash Falon? What is this price of teaching us? What's meaning? What was the point of them holding on to their Lulav throughout all of their activities and everywhere they would go, they'd hold their Lulav? Why? To show how Zaras they were by Mitzvah. Interesting, I just, it just hit me now. I don't know, I didn't see anything, but here it's how you come, how you reason by Mitzvah. And before we said Chavivin Mitzvah, how much I would like to stand on it. I don't, know, I don't know the big difference, or just something that jumped out at me right this second as we're learning it. Um, but there was Zaras by Mitzvah, that's why they're holding it all the time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would have thought Khabifa sounds like it makes more sense. They're, they're running to go to a yeah. Hotel, you're not running. Right. It's, holding it's, holding it's it's the holding sounds Khabifa. Yeah. Sounds like a Khabifa thing. Yeah, so I don't know. It's interesting. I, I, I don't know. Um, okay, Rabbi Yossi Omer Yomta, right? Rabbi Yossi said in the Mishnah that if a person uh, carries the lulav out on Shabbos, mistakenly wasn't supposed to do that, so Rabbi Yossi says he's potter from a carbon chatas because it was a tabid var mitzvah, hitil bereshuf, the lashon he used. That um, he meant well, so therefore we're not going to hit him with the carbon chatos. The Gemara says, Amr Abayi, Abayi says, joined to Amr Aleph, Lo Shanu, this only applies, the Rebbe Yossi says he's potter, it's only Shaloh, Ela Shaloh Yotzebo, that he was not Yotzeh, the mitzvah of Lulav yet, and therefore he's on his way to do the mitzvah of Lulav, so therefore we give him a free pass, you know, he's that he, he, he's tired, he's distracted, he's trying to do the mitzvah, so okay, we let him go, you know, he made a mistake because he was involved in doing the mitzvah. However, Abba, Yotzebo, if he was already Yotze, uh, the mitzvah, his, his chi of, of Lulav, and now he's going outside with it by mistake, um, then Chayev, then he would be Chayev. Again, so Rabbi Yossi says if the guy forgot and he carried his Lulav out into the into the Rosh Rabbin to go to Shul, um, Rabbi Yossi says, from because he's, he's trying to do a mitzvah, he's on the way to do a mitzvah. 
So Abaye is saying here, he's only potter because he was on his way to do the mitzvah. He hadn't done it yet. But if he had already done the mitzvah and he's still doing this, you know, like we just said, he carried around everywhere he went. So then there's no free pass. You can come and for that. So because he already did the mitzvah, why are you still schlepping around? By now, I guess you should have known you're not tired of mitzvah anymore. You should, you should be paying attention to what's going on by now. At that time, they were still doing the low for their Shabbos? Uh, apparently, this is, uh, yeah, otherwise it wouldn't be right to a shows, yeah. Um, so the Gemara asked a very simple question. How could it be that he's carrying it around and he didn't do the mitzvah yet? The second you pick up your lulav and esrog, you go to the mitzvah immediately. And the Gemara says, ha, mid'ag bay, nafik bay. But as soon as you pick it up, nafik bay, you're yo to the mitzvah. Because the mitzvah is not to shake it, the mitzvah is to pick it up. Once you pick it up, you're done. So... By the time he picks it up, he did the mitzvah. So how could you ever have that he picked it up and carried it outside, but he didn't do the mitzvah yet? Doesn't make sense. He did the mitzvah. The second he picked it up, he did the mitzvah. So Amar no, Kisha He turned it upside down. Like we know, that's why we hold one of the meaning. We hold the, the esrog upside down because to do the mitzvah, they have, you have to hold the derch gidilason in the manner that they grow. So that's why we hold the esrog upside down at the beginning before we say the bracha. This way we can say the bracha first. And then turn the esrog the correct way, so then we're yotzei the mitzvah. Because if you don't hold them all in the right direction, you're not yotzei the mitzvah. So by saying that's what he did. He was holding it in a different direction, upside down, kishah hafchu, and this way he's not yotzei. Yeah. Even in the havamim, <coughs> when you pick up the lulav absentmindedly, you don't have any intention to be yotzei the mitzvah. You're yotzei anyway. Yeah. So this, the gemara. I mean, we're not going to go into, but uh, the, the, we, we, we we pass the interest. Come on, yeah. We hold the interest. That's the right. This is. I mean, there's a lot of read on this on that. But I mean, the gemara's not going to go into it. But yeah, you see from here, interest is Just by picking it up, is yotzei. If you have kavana lehepech, you know, to specific kavana that I'm not being yotzei, then yeah. Which is why now you know, you hold your lulav. You're holding. You know, we do. We turn our esrog upside down. As long as you know you're not planning to be yotzei and you have kavana, I'm not. I don't want to be yotzei until I say the bracha. You technically, I mean, I'm not giving any halachah over here, but yeah. But if you have kavana lehepech. You're not forced to be yotze. If I'm saying I don't want to be yotze until I say the bracha, right. so you don't have to turn up there. I'm not. I'm not taking halacha here. I'm just not my well, place. But I believe that's the case. That if you have kavana, I don't want to be yotze until I say so the we bracha. Do, we do that with the krishma. We make it tonight and say I'm saying krishma now. But if but if it's not really sman krishma, then uh, I want my later krishma to be counted, and this one is not. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying you can have kavana to not be yotze something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, all right, so Abayi says, Kishahavchi turned it upside down, this way he was not Yotzi. Rav Amar Rav says, Afilu teima shalohavchi. You could even say he didn't turn it upside down, but how come he wasn't Yotzi? We're talking about a situation, Kegon, for example, Sheotzio Bikli. He took out his lulav in a kli. He was holding it in a, in a lulav holder, in a case, right? And it wasn't in a, he wasn't just holding it in his hand. Tzitzikamara says, one second. How does that help you? If you're holding it in a kli, are you really not yotzei? The harava, and I'm sure everyone remembers this from uh, Lamid Zayin, I think it was. Yeah. The harava, who the Omar, Rava is the one who said back on the Lamid Zayin, the Omar lekicha, he did davar achash malakicha. Holding something through something else is a good lekicha. Count as a lekicha. If you recall, this was the case Rava mentioned, I mean, the Gemara mentioned this with, with, Ezra, with Lulav, but the Gemara brought a raya, the Rava, the, the case of the, the Azov. They needed to be dipped into that tube that had the mechatos on the bottom of it. But if the ezel was too short, I wouldn't reach all the way down into the tube to where the mechatos was. So what did we say? Rav said you could tie a string and lower it down, holding onto the string. But now you're holding the string. You're not holding the ezel. 
So Rava said, you see from here that the lekicha, that's considered lekicha, even though you're just holding the string, you're not holding the actual uh, azov. So you see Rava holds that lekicha, lekicha. So if, if I holding on through something else counts as holding, so then Rava, how can you say that if I hold the lulav, with a kli, I'm not Yotze. Rava, you yourself hold that you are Yotze by holding it with something else. Is that what I was asking over here? Um, this is Rava speaking right now. Abaye said you turned it upside down. That's why you weren't Yotze. Rava said, no, maybe you didn't turn it upside down, but you held it with something else. And by holding it with something else, it's not a good lakicha, you're not Yotze. What do you mean, Rava? You just told us five lot ago that if I hold it through something else, I am Yotze, um, a lakicha. So how can you tell me over here you're not Yotze, a lakicha, by holding it with something else? Do you allow to carry a little and a holder? It does not matter what you will allow to carry. This is if you're Yotze, the mitzvah, by holding it with something yeah, else. Carrying it out, we're talking about carrying it out in the shame. Which he wasn't supposed to do. He wasn't supposed to carry it out. This is if he did, does he have to bring a carbon? So we said, yeah, we'll, give, we'll give him off you know, from the carbon because he was trying to do a mitzvah. He just kind of messed up with some technicalities. But uh, um, he was trying to do a mitzvah over here. <coughs> he wasn't allowed to do it, though, because he wasn't allowed to carry it. Well, they weren't allowed to They're not supposed to carry it on Shabbos. He was supposed to bring it to Shul the day before. This guy forgot, and he got up in the morning and he started bringing it to Shul. Oh, what are you doing? Okay, no karmachatas. Um, right, so again, so the question was, when he said he's only part of karmachatas, the Gemara started by saying, Abayi said he's only part of karmachatas if he didn't do the mitzvah yet. And then he's bringing it on to Shul, or whatever he's bringing it, and he's going to do the mitzvah later. But if he did the mitzvah already, then he's not going to be potter, because um, he did the mitzvah already, so he loses that uh, exemption, so to speak. So the question is, how could it be that he didn't do the mitzvah yet? The second he picks it up, he does the mitzvah. So Abaye says, no, he picked it up upside down. And when you pick it upside down, you're not yoked to the mitzvah. Rava says, you don't have to come on to, to pick it up, up upside down. Rava says, even if he's holding it in the kli, he's holding it in the case. He shouldn't, then he's not yoked. The Shemar says, Rava, how can you say such a thing? You told us five lot ago that holding on to something through something else is considered lakicha, and therefore he should be yoked to the mitzvah, even if he's holding it with the kli, with something else. So Rava, what are you talking about? We said no. Hanimili derech kavu. Rava only said on the Flamid Zayin that holding something alidei davar acher counts as a lekicha. That's only if it's something which is derech um, kavu. If it's a appropriate kavudik away to hold on to the thing. Avo derech bizayon lo. If it's something that's not the kavudik, so then it's not shema lekicha. So apparently, holding a lulav. In a kli, alidei davar acher, you're holding it on, on a plate in a case. That's not a bekavadik way to hold it, and, and, and therefore you're not yotzei the mitzvah. It's not considered a lekicha. So again, Rava says lekicha alidei davar acher. If you're holding onto something through something else in a kavadik way, that's a good lekicha. But if you're holding onto something in a derech bizayon. And then not covered it away, it's not called the Lakifa. So over here, Rav is saying he held on to this Lulav through a Derech Bizayon way, and therefore he's not going to the mitzvah. And that's you could have such a situation where he carried it out, um, the Rabbi Yosef would say he's potter, and he did not do the mitzvah yet because he's holding it on a Derech Bizayon way. Stop.